0: 5.9, and uh, not so much of a debate today. Well, yeah, it is a debate, I guess, really, and we are having a little bit of a battle, almost like one of these, um, you know, what Sky are after at the moment, a presidential debate, and that is a good way of describing it, really, where we are going to pitch the Mersey skeptics against, um, a clairvoyant and an astrologer. Now, first of all, we have Mike Marshall who is from Mosey Side Skeptics Society. Have I got that right? That's correct, yeah. Right, okay. And we have Claire Petrelengo. Have I said your name correct, Claire? <laughs>
1: Petrelengo. It was Petulangro. a very
0: good attempt. It wasn't bad, <laughs> isn't it? He? Right, here's, here's the deal anyway. Obviously, we want to have a, a little bit of a debate here because, uh, Mike's not convinced uh, that, uh, um, you know, that, that this is, 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 a viable subject, that it, it's, cre- it's credible and obviously you are, are going to be on the other end of that, Claire. Here's my opinion so you know where we where we stand on this one. Um I um I am firstly aware of the fact, that I'm sure you'll agree with me on this, Claire, there are an awful lot of people who claim to have this ability, who frankly don't, and in a lot of cases are ripping people off. I think that's a fair comment, isn't it?
1: Absolutely. But then would you go to a doctor that wasn't registered? I don't think you should ever go and see a psychic of any sort that didn't have a reputation or, you know, wasn't qualified. Right.
0: And by the same token, um, as a a person who has an interest in this, I have come across things that I cannot explain. I've, I've discussed with Mike some of the things that's happened to me before. And I've even discussed them with Dr. Kieran O'Keefe, who said that some of the stuff that i have got is fairly credible. Uh, but rather than go into that now, we need to work out uh, where we stand on this one. First of all, we'll start off ladies first. Mm-hmm. Uh, Claire, tell us, in a nutshell, the case for astrology and the case for clairvoyance, if you would, please.
1: Well, my case is my family in the fact that I come from the longest line of Romani Gypsies, which is a Petulengro family. And, um, my mother, my grandmother, my great-grandmother were all clairvoyants and astrologers. And when I was growing up, up. um i didn't know that i was psychic because i didn't know that other people weren't and i was just taught as a child to learn the lines on the hands and also to cast astrological charts and i've continued to do so now um and my case is that if when i gave personal readings to people and predicted their future if things didn't come true then how could i still be working today
2: yeah that's a fair comment how would you respond to that mike well i mean you, you say that uh, a lot of things that you've, uh, you've come out have come true, but how specific are you able to be? Um, and and how, how does astrology work? How are you able to, to see these things in the future? Um, how are you able to see these things about people's, people's pasts and people's uh, yeah. personalities? What, what, what
0: would the explanation be for this then, Claire? Why, why is it that you can see these things and that some other people can't?
1: Well, I mean... Uh- Well, the reason uh, clairvoyance is a gift, it's a sixth sense. If I put um, a cup of coffee behind a curtain and asked Mike what... If I did not have a sense of smell and I put a cup of coffee behind a curtain and I said to you, Mike, you know, what can you smell? Just using your sense of smell, you would know that's coffee. Um, the sixth sense is the ability to feel things off of people and to predict things, I back that up with astrology by casting a chart Um, every star sign has got the potential to be lucky and what I try to do in life is I never give a prediction to a stranger in a supermarket people book an appointment, they come to see me I give them a reading and give them advice on life and I help them look at the positive side of a situation, sometimes when people come and see me they need to be sent to Alcoholics Anonymous, to Marriage Counseling so I don't presume to be somebody that has the power, um, you know, to to push people into what they don't want to hear. I guide them in the right direction. So
0: what are we talking about here with you, Claire, then? You you are a a clairvoyant, you're an astrologer, but you're not mediumistic. No. You're not mediumistic. Can I ask you what your opinion of mediumistic people is?
1: I know some very good mediums as well. I also know there's charlatans out there like there are in every single profession. And what I would do is advise listeners to only go to somebody Mm. that, you know, is properly qualified.
0: Okay, let's go back to Mike then. Mike, first of all, the ability to communicate with somebody from beyond the grave. Do you believe that there's a possibility that that might be the case?
2: Well, I think you've got to keep open to the possibility, but I think you can't, um, you can't presume that it's happening until you're able to prove it or until you, you're able to show it. Yeah. And at the moment, we don't have anything that suggests that it's possible to do it, and we don't have anything that genuinely suggests a method by which mm. the stars can tell you your future or tell you your personality. I, I, I hate
1: to interrupt, but can okay. I just ask Mike a quick question? Uh-huh. Have you ever had a reading? I have. You have. And how did you find the reading?
2: It was wildly inaccurate, um, because what I did is, once I knew how cold reading works, and once I knew that you're going to be asked an awful lot of questions, and you're going to be doing the answering no, yourself I rather never... than the reader, yep. I was then able to, uh, to make sure I didn't answer any questions, and make sure I didn't give any information away.
1: A good, good astrologer would never ask you questions. They tell you.
2: Well, uh, that's, that's the theory of astrology, but I think that's not how it actually works. I mean, if you look at the studies that have been done into astrology, where people have just been given a birth date of someone, or a birthplace, and the details they need, without mm-hmm. ever actually meeting the person, they, they've come up wildly, wildly inaccurate. I mean, in Kansas in 1989, there was a fantastic study where uh, researchers went to five different astrologers yeah. with the date of birth and the location of birth and all the details they said they needed to find out about this particular person who was, who was the researcher. And the researcher went to them saying, I want to work with children, would I be good working with children? And every one of the astrologers said, absolutely, you know, you'll be excellent with children, you'll be safe, you'll be nurturing... And, of course, the details weren't that of the researcher, but they were the details of John Wayne Gacy, the notorious serial killer. Now, oh, how is it that the astrologers were able to say yeah. to this researcher... It's so, a so good point there. Uh, what your answer to that, Glenn?
1: Well, let's look at the different facts and figures, and that is that... Um, Ronald Reagan, he had an astrologer that he used, and when Mercury was in retrograde, he didn't travel on those days. Go back to people that aren't so good in history, such as Adolf Hitler. He had an astrologer on his staff who told him to invade on the seventh day. Winston Churchill then decided he would hire an astrologer called Louis de Waal not to do his own chart, but to do Hitler's chart. And he then knew that... Hitler would be invading on the seventh day, and it's a case of Star Wars. He used that to help us. So some some big political figures have right. used astrology to help This ha-
2: is a good point. What, what, what's your answer to that, Mike? It's nothing more than an argument from authority. Just because someone who's got authority believes in something doesn't mm. make it true. To, to make it true, yeah. you have to be able to prove but, and you look, have to well, be able to show well,
0: it. Let's have a look here. Uh, I mean, you, 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 anything that happens, if for the sake of argument there was a out, major outbreak, like, you know, the swine flu went mm. crazy and stuff like that, then the government would look to medical science to solve that problem, wouldn't they? Right. And and you'd think think, well, that's a logical kind of thing. Yet, I cannot think to myself, so you, and you're putting your, 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 if you like, your trust in the government there, and the government leader, the world leaders. Um, I cannot think, to the best of my knowledge, of a world leader that doesn't believe in God. Where does, where does that leave you on this? I mean, surely these people who are up there privileged to a lot of information, why are they believing in it? And you well, don't.
2: I, I think there's, there's not a case of a prominent world leader saying, oh, there's this, you know, swine flu epidemic, so I'll trust in God. They're, yeah, trusting no, no, there they're, trusting they're trusting in medicine, they're trusting science. in science. medicine, but ultimately they are saying we believe in God. Well, you know? exactly, but we're not taking the authority of the authority figure to just believe in something. We're <clears> going to <throat> science, we're going to medicine and saying, well, how does swine flu work? And we can see what the, the virus right. is and we can see how a virus, okay. antiviruses, are created.
1: To be perfectly honest with you, um, I have grown up around astrology and around palmistry and even the top medical people now when they look at hands and they're studying the fingernails they use some of the same principles that we do in palmistry when they're studying for health problems etc such as? and Well, the colour of the nails, the lines on the hands, the colour of the hands. That's fantastic. But, I mean, please let me finish. All I do know is that, as I say, I come from the largest family of Romani gypsies. I write for over 100 newspapers. I've written many books on the subject. And what I do is I try and use astrology and use my psychic abilities. And we also look on the fun side of things as well. And, I mean, tomorrow night from 8 till 9, I'm on Sky Gala Bingo. And Mm -hmm. if your listeners want to find out some lucky tips, then you should tune into my Horoscope Bingo show because we take a lighter look astrology there because each star sign does have lucky days and lucky things they right. can do. So My- you've got to look at all okay. aspects of it.
0: Let's come back to what Mike was going to say though with regards to this using it um, as, as Claire just pointed out.
2: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you're talking about uh, the colour of nails and the colour of hands which yep. is very, very different from predicting specific events in the future using no, lines not. on the hand. The colour of nails is something that has a biological uh, um, impact, a biological reason. You know, if you if you have um, white spots in your nails, you've got a zinc deficiency. Now, that's not using mysticism mm-hmm. or any sort of... Uh, magical powers passed down from generation to generation no, that's just using medical diagnosis No,
1: because palmistry in itself, not only can it tell you about your health, it can also tell you about your, your love life, it can tell you about how many children you're supposed to have, mm. it, it because can. I've, I mean, I've predicted it and I've been right, so...
2: Well, I've predicted it and I've been right, and I'm not a palm reader You've you read palms? Know, yeah, I did, I used to uh, used to do it for fun in, when I was back at uh, Sixth Form College because once you know a simple I've, method of cold reading, it's very, very easy because people want to hear what you're saying, people you, want to believe what you're saying, and people you know fill what? in the gaps
1: But there's a saying that, you know, a little knowledge is very dangerous, because unless you're properly trained in something, you could be giving somebody information which is, is not good for their life.
2: Well, I wasn't giving any information for people to go and see marriage guidance counsellors, or telling people that their relationships are in problem. <laughs>
0: Guys, we have got to take a musical interlude at this point, but we'll continue in a second, and of course, if you are a listener, you want to join in with us on this, and give us your opinion, 0151 is our number. Send us a text message on this, if you'd like, start your message with the word talk, leave a space, send it to 61025 and email me roy at citytalk.fm We'll be back with more after Michael
1: Jackson, Roy Basnett,
0: City Talk 105.9. Mike Marshall is with us, and we're also joined by Claire Petralingo. I bet you've said it wrong again. No, you said with it me.
1: perfectly. Oh, did I? Right,
0: game on. Right, I'm going to put a question to you. First of all, and I will start with Claire. um Claire, do you believe in ESP? Yes. Right.
2: Okay, that's- that's- that's the only answer ones. Mike, do you believe in ESP? Um, I don't believe it's been proven to exist, but should we have proof of it, then, uh, I'd be willing to change my mind. What if I was to tell you it has been proved? I'd be sceptical. Okay. <laughs> and if I was to tell you it has been
0: proved, then you would probably think somebody off the internet's come up with that and it's not provable. Well, you'd want to look at the
2: criteria of the test okay. things, yeah. Would you believe it if Sony told you it was true. <laughs> well, it, it, again, you'd want to look at the criteria. I don't want to um, take it from the authority. Uh, well, the big...
0: and this is it. Uh, Nineteen ninety-eight. So uh, Japan, Japan's enormously successful electronics giant, the Sony Corporation, unloaded a bombshell when they announced that ESP exists. Basically, what it is, Sony for seven years had a facility called ESP. You can go look it up. You can find that what it is, and it ran for eight years. And then they basically said, "Yeah, it works. We've done it." And the reason that they closed the lab down. This is what they said. He said, we found out experimentally that ESP exists, a said a Sony spokesperson, uh, from the story that came out of it, but that any practical application of this knowledge is not likely in the foreseeable future and so, without the promise of a marketable product, Sony decided to shut down the Asper lab. Uh, are you not familiar with that?
2: Uh, I'm not, but um, what was their definition of ESP? How was it proven? How was well, it they, shown? Uh, they, have, they, did, uh, <laughs> they did basically, you know,
0: people uh, identifying uh, remote viewing, all that kind of stuff. Are you not familiar with that yourself, Claire?
1: Well, do you know what I say? I say, you know, horoscopes have gone on for years, predictions have gone on for years, and at some point, Mike and people people like himself have got to give us a break, because how long do we have to go on proving yeah, ourselves? I, 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 in
0: fairness to Mike, though, I mean, some people really, really do, do push, take the biscuit a little bit on this subject, but then you? Claire, shouldn't.
1: Don't you shouldn't go and see somebody that is just sort of... Um, hamming it up for, for fame, etc. You should go to somebody who is is really qualified and has got the background. But you know what? Us astrologers have never had an easy time. If you go back over years and years, Henry VIII used to employ astrologers, okay, um, to predict what sex his baby would be when, mm. when one of his wives would get pregnant. Now, if you predicted it would be a girl, you would be beheaded. Because he wanted a son, <laughs> yeah, that's so all the astrologers yeah. would predict it would be a boy. And then, if it was born a girl, they'd be beheaded anyway. So, give us a break. <laughs> mm.
2: Well, I mean, that's obviously a fifty-fifty prediction. But it's interesting that you say that um, it's been proven time and time again. Because every proof, every time you t- that you sit down and you do a really scientific study with with rigorous uh, criteria, it, it comes up negative. I mean, it's very, very simple to test astrology. All you need to do is get you know one person from each star sign. Give each of them a reading without ever meeting them, and then get them mm. to choose their reading, oh, and that's all twelve a fair of them choose fair their test, reading. You're yeah, right. Right.
1: Okay, well, we've got a full moon coming this weekend, okay? And a full moon is a time when we all feel um, a little bit more ready to bite each other's heads off and uh, more stressed about things. And as far as I'm concerned, um, astrology does work, and I think that what you've got to look at is. Um, Sorry, I've lost my line of track now. I think what you've got to... to (laughs) It is a full moon, indeed. But what you've got to look at is that... um... Well, to be quite blatant, I think it's really arrogant to think that astrology doesn't work because that's saying that we as human beings are able to make, up, make our own decisions in life. When you look at nature and you look at the plants and you look at the animals and they are all dictated to by the seasons, which in turn is dictated to by the stars and astrology and the planetary movements. So, no, we're not above that.
2: All right. Like, what would you say to that? It's not arrogance uh, at all. It's just saying, well, if we're going to believe in this, then let's show that it works. And if we show that it doesn't work, which we have time and time again, and, you know, listeners can do a really, really simple test to see how astrologers work, and it's it's mm. good fun. You know, you can, you can do it all the time. If anyone asks you to read, you're reading the paper, and someone says, can you read my nice star sign out? Read a different one. Mm. And see mm. them go, oh, yeah, that does yeah, make I, sense. And it's I, not I, theirs. I, sun, know, they're just generalisations.
1: Sun sign astrology is not the same as getting a, pr- a personal chart mm. done which looks at all aspects. Th- sun sign astrology that I write in the newspapers is the mood of the nation for that star sign. All
0: right. Let me, let me say this to you, what I would say. Uh, <clears throat> I, I think that some people are wildly inaccurate we've established that and what have you but I'm, I'm going to say something here and it's not to be insultive to either party on this one here uh, you can take what you want from it um you tend to find- history has proven that some of the, the most successful clairvoyants and psychics of that have a tendency to be of limited education. Right? Now, let me finish this before you take- take it personal. <laughs> um, now- and I think to myself, all oh, right, okay, what does that mean? Are they fantasizing? Well, no, not necessarily. They are more simple folk, if you like, that don't necessarily read books, that don't necessarily do this. Now, if you look at it from a human or a human- a nature point of view, when a wildebeest is born. Right, a wildebeest, the foal comes out, it knows within seconds it has to run. How does it know that? How does it know it? Now, if you look at that's a very basic kind of animal. And the only way that it can protect itself is by what it knows, what it feels within its mind. Now, as humans have gone on and developed everything that's ever been developed for a human is, has made life easier. We make communication easier. We make transport easier. And it goes without saying that our muscles are not as big as they were years ago because we don't need them as much. So could the same thing be applied to the mind?
1: Hey, Roy, guess what? None of my family went to school and I, I attended a school for a third of my school years.
0: Well, that, you know, perhaps... Maybe you, you, you well, I, point, I, you?
1: I believe because... Um,
0: and I, mean, I didn't mean that as an insulting thing. I thought that, you know, when I, people... You've got people who don't depend upon well, well, education. I, I, so. I
1: ain't posh. I just had elocution lessons, you see. All right. Working. <laughs> but, I mean, when, uh, when I was growing up, my, my parents taught me not to have any limitations. I always had an open mind. And like I said to you before, whenever I did attend school for the very small amount of time, I couldn't believe how limited certain people were in their views of things. My mm. mother didn't go to school nor did my grandmother or any of their family. Mm-hmm. And they were taught to, to believe that the impossible is possible. Yes. And how my mother trained me, and this is the truth, is that I used to... Um, be at home, and she would have a client that she'd be giving a reading to, and she would call me into the room as I got older, and she would purely sit me down in front of her client, and it would be one that she'd seen before, so that she would know um, that I would feel comfortable, and that the client would feel comfortable with Mm. it, and she would say to me, Claire, what do you feel about this lady here? Uh, Purely at the age of seven and eight, I would say... Well, whatever I felt, I feel she's very sad. I feel she's had a loss. And this is a, the, the absolute truth. And then she would nurture that and say, well, what do you feel for her? What do you see in her future? And she taught me to say how I felt using my clairvoyant abilities, which is your sixth sense.
0: So it's interesting because you do come across a little of this stuff with children. Now, children are not likely be and of a propensity to lie, are they?
1: My son is called Paris, and he's eight years old. When he was five years old, I sat in the front of my car texting my best friend. We'd been round to her house and I couldn 't find his coat and I sat there and I just texted on my phone, "Have I left mm. paris's coat in your uh, at no. your house?" No. and he leant forward, touched my head, and just said, "Mummy, I know where my coat is it 's in the back of the car." No.
0: Let me bring Mike back in on this. Children, let's, let's bring that into the equation.
2: Well, yeah, I mean, as you say, children aren't, aren't likely to lie, but at the same time, um, you know, it, people are able to pick up on subconscious, subconscious signs in people, mm. and children, perhaps, are, are, are good at picking that up, and they, they're not as, um, as closed off to, to doing that. You know, the kids mm. w- will uh, will say what they think, whereas some pe- whereas people learn to know that saying what you think isn't necessarily always a good thing, so you but, learn to but sort but of put barriers in place to saying that.
1: Is, is that intuition or is that clairvoyance?
2: Well, it's, it's intuition in the sense of uh, reading, sort of, facial cues and reading hmm. bodily cues He couldn't and reading see my face
1: when I was texting in
2: voices and, and right. just reading general body language God, Guys, listen, be we're gone. obviously up against him on this but let's just come back to something that Claire mentioned
0: earlier and it's a very interesting point so the, it, it, this is an unregulated and if you like an unregulatable business and you were saying that you don't go and see a bad one how, how do you know that somebody isn't bad?
1: Because by their reputation the fact that they've been around for years the fact they've got the education behind them um, you, you just wouldn't, you don't
0: all right. I mean, there's, a there's also,
1: a... the, people can also uh, belong to certain bodies of astrological things now as well. I mean, bear in mind, astrology and astronomy used to be one and the same thing years mm. ago. <laughs> it,
2: it did, and then science sort of uh, realised that the uh, divination of people's lives based on the stars wasn't true. Not true. But at all. the physics and the, the movement of the stars could be mapped out mathematically, and that's where the two diverged into no, real science it, and it, pseudoscience.
1: Astrology became something that was used to guide people's life, where astronomy was something different, so.
2: Well, that's what I'm saying. It, it, we we stop trying to guide people's lives it. by the stars because we realise that under testing and when you, when you really look at it, it just doesn't happen. Mm. I mean, well, to
1: me, it's got its own importance and its own respect in that sense.
2: Mm. I mean, it is well, It is
0: one of these things that's, you know, surely when people talk about the fact that they've seen ghosts and stuff like that,
2: surely not everybody's lying, mate. It's, it's not a case of lying. It's a case of um, anecdotes. People can be mistaken. Yeah. People can mm. see something and not know the real explanation well, behind well,
0: what it. What would you do, that if for the sake of argument, you were given the role of, of legislating? to put a stop to those fraudulent mediums mm. that are out there and clever as well. I mean, how can you do that? Would you like to see these people completely banned?
2: No, no, not in the slightest. Just test them. You know, yeah. make it make it a regulatory thing. You know, you can't get mm. on the road without passing a driving test. Yep. You can't go predicting by I'm the totally stars doing an astrolog- astrological well, well, test. Well, what, what happens
0: if, as I say, Claire, mate, what happens if you say, right, I'm, I'm, I'll subscribe to the test, and you have a bad day, and you uh, say, well, Claire Pratchett-Angus, she can't do it.
1: Well, I, I would totally back that in every sense and every word. Um... A, I wouldn't work when I have a bad day, and B, with my upbringing, I don't take my work home with me, and, and right. I don't really have clients I do or don't. How see. would I you
0: just... t- How would you test people, Claire?
1: I think you would test people by giving them a cold reading, like you say, um, but not being able to give them the chance to have done any research. I mean, I I think if if somebody came in to me and asked me a question and said, you know, will my marriage work out? To me, that might not be the next thing that's important in that person's life. It could be their career that's the next important thing. And I find that when people feed me information or try to tell me what they want to hear, I hate that. It's so off-putting. To me, giving someone a reading is like going into a library, picking up a book and opening up an amazing book, which you don't know what it's about and finding out this wonderful story that evolves
2: well that's very interesting that you say you're uh, you're all on board for testing because i mean we can set up some very simple parameters we can agree some parameters up front and we can we can do the test with you if you if you'd like to uh, to show that astrology works i mean, i would
1: absolutely love to in fact both myself and my mother have done numerous tests over the years Oh, cool. Well, I'm sure, but you know what? I'm sure I'll continue to be doing tests, even when I'm sort of 70, 80, because we're always <laughs> going to have sceptics, yeah. and uh, I feel sorry for people that, that don't have an open mind, because I think you're right. missing out on... Well, you, the you're closing things.
2: arguments, then, please. Closing arguments on this, because you're going to run out of time. Mike, what are your closing arguments? On well, this, well, the interesting there is you said that uh, you're going to be tested until you're seventeen and you're, you're eighteen. but what's wrong with that? I mean, we do that with medicine all the time. We test drugs and drugs and drugs. We test all these different drugs until, you know, if we ever find out they don't work, we stop mm. using them. Yeah,
0: but a drug, a drug is obviously, an inanimate subject, you know what I mean? And you've got people saying, look, I'm fed up with having to, to tell you this, and then human nature
2: would come into well, the, a, a to o- a Well, a treatment, the method of science is to find something out and then keep testing it until we, and no. if it proves that it's not right or if it proves it, it doesn't quite work, Claire, then we drop it. Claire, how would you like to finish on this, please?
1: Well, I'd just say that history has proven itself as far as I'm concerned. And if your listeners want to see some more, then, you know, tune in to Gala TV tomorrow at 8 and I can tell you plenty more where I have more time right. and, uh, uh, yeah, definitely.
0: Okay, Claire, uh, do you have a, a, a website or anything that people can check out your, yourself? And obviously I'm going to extend that to Mike as well, who's I in
1: I do indeed. There's clairepetulingo.com and you can also find out some more information through Gala TV about me too.
0: Yeah, and you didn't waste your money on your allocation lessons, by the way. Oh, thank you so much. <laughs> <laughs> and Mike, if people want to find out more about the Mersey Skeptics.
2: Yeah, you can go along to uh, merseysideskeptics.org.uk or you can actually uh, turn up to Dr. Duncan's Pub at 8 o'clock tonight where we've right. got one of our Skeptics in the pub and uh, sure, come yeah. along and meet us now. have a fight.
0: Well, listen, guys, uh, thank you for a very civilised, debate, I might (laughs) say I I, I, I really enjoyed your company. Thank you very much indeed. Thanks, Mike. pleasure. Roy. And that's uh, Claire Petrelenco and Mike Marshall here on City Talk 105.9. Roy Basnett,
1: City Talk 105.9.